You're listening to the BC Buckets podcast, the official podcast for Briarcliff University Charger basketball. This is Matt Gall, joined here on Zoom by head coach of the Briarcliff basketball program, Mark Sfigera. And Coach, I'm just going to cut right to the chase and ask the question that all of our listeners are going to be wondering, your wife for Valentine's Day this year? Ha! That's, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I went down a slippery slope a while back, and I, I send her flowers every year. That's it. We don't, we don't do much other than that. And it's, uh, you know, you set the bar at that level and then you're expected to meet it every year. And, uh, that's why I say it's a slippery slope, but, uh, no, that's about it. We, we don't, we don't get too excited about it. Yeah. Once you're married, I mean, you've, you're two months past Christmas, not even, well, my wife's birthday is October and then we've got Christmas and then we have, well, see, I, I've, I've got the double whammy because my wife's birthday is February 8th. Oh, the, the double whammy in the week. So, um, yeah, fun stuff for sure. Well, uh, you know, we've, we've got one game to talk about, uh, today. Um, and we'll get to that in just a second. Um, and then we'll have a couple of guests, uh, with us this week, uh, two guest episode. So we've had a few of those in the past, but those are always fun. So we'll have Ethan, uh, cheese Friedel joining us and Will Johnson joining us here in just a little bit. But, uh, like I alluded to, we should talk about, uh, the one game that we have upcoming on Saturday and that will, you know, cap off basically a two week break. Um, so no games to talk about from last week, but close the regular season out at home, uh, against Dort coming up on the, uh, 20th. So, uh, Dort, you know, as a team that's been pretty hot the last couple of months, they, they dropped a few games recently, but just had a big win up at uh, the uh, Corn Palace. So, you know, they're playing well. Um, it's kind of a, it's always kind of a gauntlet, no matter how the schedule stacks up. But Dort seems like they're always, they're right at the end of the regular season. So they're one of those teams that uh, seems like we always have heading right into the conference tournament. So with that, uh, you know, how has this extended break gone uh do you feel like the guys are getting their legs back under them and what do you expect uh out of them this saturday well yeah the break's been interesting um you know like i said last week it's just so strange this time of year to have this kind of break uh while you're still in the regular season we've had a couple times in the past where we'd have 10 12 days between conference tournament and national tournament uh, but this is just a little different because it's still the regular season and you know Again, it was the right decision that the conference made to do this after what had happened in our fall sports and, and some of the shutdowns they dealt with. And um, But it's been strange, you know, just no game to get ready for. And every once in a while you have a week off. If you have a bye on a Saturday, you go Wednesday to Wednesday. Um, and that's pretty easy to handle. This one, uh, we've been going two days on, one day off. So today we're actually off. We'll go again tomorrow and Tuesday, take Wednesday off, and then we'll start to prepare for Dort. Um, but it's been good. You know, guys are staying engaged, staying locked into what we're doing. And our, our whole focal point here, basically since the Hastings game a week ago, was making sure we're, we're doing everything we can to put ourselves in a position to be ready to play in the postseason. And, and part of that is obviously the Dort game in there. And we want to be in a position to play well in that game because I think that can really boost you into the postseason. Um, obviously, if you get a win, you're going you're gonna to be feeling good about things. But, you know, at the end of the day, we want to play well. Obviously, I think if we play well, we're going to have a chance to win, and that's going to propel us into the postseason. And, you know, right now there's 
a bunch of scenarios that can still play out in the conference, but there, there's three teams we can play um, at this point. And, you know, we'll obviously be on the road, but we can go to Jamestown, we can go to Northwestern or we can go to Concordia. And that's dependent on a lot of other things and about three other games that are going to happen uh, this upcoming Saturday as well. Um, so we'll just, uh, you know, you can't worry about that. You, you know, at, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. All three of those are good teams. Um, all three of them, we've played well, at least one of the times against this year. Um, but, uh, you know, as far as Dort goes, Dort's got a nice team. They, they, they had a really good run through December and January. And like you said, Matt, they've dropped a couple here recently, uh, but they have a nice team and, you know, coming off a win up at the Corn Palace, which is not an easy place to win. Uh, they're long, they're physical. They got multiple guys who can shoot it. They're really balanced offensively. Um, you know, nobody that scores 22, 23 a game, but a lot of guys that are capable of scoring 10 to 15, 16 points a game. And, uh, you know, their, their size has given us issues in the past. Um, when we played them the first time, it was a close game in the first half and, and kind of got away from us down the stretch. I think they ended up beating us by 16 or so. Um, and, and it's crazy. It was a long, long time ago. You know, I think it was, it was the Tuesday of Thanksgiving. So we're talking almost three months ago since we played them and, you know, a lot of times we'll, we'll spend time with the guys watching film of the first time we played a team. And I don't even know if we do that this time, you know, we're, we're playing a different rotation. They're playing some different guys. They're playing a little different than they did. So, you know, we'll probably watch some of their more, more recent stuff to prepare, but uh, you know, like always with Dort, it seems like most of the times we play, it's, it's generally come down to the wire. It's been a, you know, their coach and I always joke, it's always a high entertainment value game when the two of us play. And I, I would certainly expect, um, you know, nothing less here this time too. And, you know, it's also, it's also senior day, which is always a, a, a bittersweet day um, when you do that. Cause it's, it's great to, to recognize guys that have given the last four years to our program at the same time, you know, it's, you know, last time two guys are going to play in the Flanagan center and that's, you know, it comes up fast and they're, they're both on here. Uh, they're going to join us here in a minute so they can talk about that. But, you know, I think it just flies by. and It's like yesterday, these two guys were freshmen and, and now, you know, they're about done. Yeah. It's wild to think about. And I don't know if the whole COVID thing kind of sped, sped up time a little bit or slowed it down or what, but um, you know, it's, it's pretty unbelievable that uh, Ethan and Will, who, who we'll bring on here in just a second, you know, this will be, you know, possibly last game in the Newman Flanagan Center. And then, of course, we'll see how conference tournament goes. But uh, without any further ado, why don't we just bring those guys in and ask them directly, you know, how, how they're getting prepared for that. So, like I said earlier, Ethan Cheese Friedel uh, and Will Johnson, two seniors on this year's team, joining us here on the podcast. And, guys, you've heard us talking about it, but – um, you have got one more week of practice and then you're playing in your, your senior day up at the cliff. What kind of emotion is running through each of your minds right now? Um, I, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, like it's, it's, it's really hasn't, you know, settled in quite yet. You know, we still got a lot of part of us is focusing on, you know, just playing Dort winning the game. Um, but I think once we get out there and we, you know, for the last time, it'll kind of sink in, you know, more once the closer the days come, because that's, you know, last game in the Newman Flanagan Center. So it'll definitely sink in, I think, close when the game gets closer. Um, but right now we're kind of just focusing, you know, it's just get through um, another week of practice, hopefully get better and be ready to go on Saturday. Yeah, I haven't really thought much about it, kind of like Ethan. We're kind of just 
chilling and practicing every day. But like you said, nerves are going to come in a little more once, like before the game starts. But I think that we're just going to come with the same intensity that we usually do and everything should play out just fine. I mean, after the game, there's going to be a little motion, but other than that, it should be fine. Cheese, you've been on before and we've talked about your nickname and, and we've talked about uh, one or two embarrassing moments that you've had during your time. Uh, of course, we talked about getting locked in the locker room and we won't tell that whole story again. But, you know, Will, you haven't been on the podcast before. And I don't know that we've really heard much about some of your more uh, embarrassing or humiliating moments. So I'll either ask you or ask Cheese or Coach, what uh, what's a, you know, a memory of Will in the program that he might not appreciate you telling to all of our listeners? All right, well, I'm going to start here. <laughs> I've got a couple things, actually. Uh, number one, Will might be the biggest trash talker on the team. Um, I don't know if that's 100% accurate, but he's definitely in the running for that. Um, but Will has had more weird facial injuries than any player I've ever been around. And, and the funny part is, and he'll debate this, and that's fine. Funny part is every single one of them is his fault. He got his nose broken practice a couple years ago um, by Eric Erdman, if I'm not mistaken. He got – didn't something happen? What happened to your ear this year, Will? Didn't you go head-to-head -head with somebody and you walked uh, – we, uh, we were playing wiffle ball after practice. Wiffle ball. And I was at shortstop. Jaden was at second. And a ball came up the middle and there was no communication made. And we ran into each other and I ruptured my eardrum from that. So stupid then, stuff like that happens all the time. And then got elbowed by Tom Hensley this year, got stitches from that. Just stupid and then, stuff. Didn't you take another elbow from Matt Stillwell this year, like a week after that too? Yeah, that was the same day I hurt my ear. Oh, uh, that's you know, and every one of these is pretty much lack of communication. Um you know, making a dumb play defensively, not being in the right position defensively. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, all your fault. Well, yeah, it was funny. I think there's a few things that really stick out to me about Will is, and they, I'm, they're kind of, I'm kind of back from Spaghetti on this is, yeah, Will's been a, you know, pretty consistent trash talker all four years. I've actually played with him for uh, what seven years, going back to sophomore year of high school in AAU, and. <laughs> Um, he wasn't too bad. He, I mean, I hated his guts before we started teammates because he was just, you know, that little guy on the court that was always running his mouth. And, you know, once we got to college, it just kind of – and we started – and we were teammates. I was seeing this, like, firsthand every day. And I can just remember him and Eric going at it multiple times a day. You know, last year it was him and Jackson a little bit. You know, this year there's multiple guys that will get in it. But Will's always in the mix, you know always got something getting fired up about and yeah another thing and, and then with the getting hurt it, it is actually unbelievable because yeah when will broke his nose it was will's fault because it was a foul on will whether he broke his nose or not and then yeah no communication on the wiffle ball incident and then i'm pretty sure the drill where tom gave him stitches we were working on going under screens and the screen was a little low and Will went over the screen and got stitches under his face. So, yeah, I, I agree. Will make some uh, decisions that his face will not uh, like, I guess, is a good way to put it. Yeah, I'd say I'm a, I'm a pretty good communicator with my mouth, but 
my uh, listening abilities aren't all there. That's probably why I get hurt most of the time. You guys that, that one probably. That, that, that's probably an understatement too. I'll back that up too. Yeah. But I think my most embarrassing moment. I don't know if it's embarrassing or just kind of stood out was I believe we we're playing Bellevue or Graceland. Uh, was that last year or two years ago? Bellevue. It was, it was Bellevue. Bellevue when you guys were sophomores. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so we we're, it was kind of a tight game the most of the time. And then uh, Jackson Lamb actually hit a game winning three, which I thought the buzzer went off, but it was the shot clock buzzer. So I ran on the court with my arms in the air, like a, idiot and came to realize that there was like 0.8 <laughs> seconds left and the game wasn't over yet and all the Bellevue guys were all uh complaining about me being on the court but and, I think, and rightfully so yeah, yeah. I think still uh, <laughs> I think one of the reps Jake just told me to go back and he cal- kind of calmed the situation down everything was fine but I was yeah, on the news running around with the arms in the air so <laughs> as a trash talker and you're both seniors so this kind of applies to both of you, I guess. But how how long do you get freshmen when they come into the program? How long do you cut them a break before you're in their ears about messing up or making mistakes and that? Or are you on them right away? Um, usually about – well, I still – Matt still – well, I still get on him about every day because he talks some trash back. But um, the other freshman, Spencer Shore, he hasn't talked much trash, so I kind of let him be. But – You'll notice at Open Gym the guys who are going to talk trash and say stuff and the guys who aren't. So usually by like our first couple Open Gyms or like our tryout week is when you kind of figure out who to talk to and who to just let go. Yeah, and Will's definitely got a quicker trigger than I do uh, when it comes to uh, talking trash. So, yeah, mostly I, I don't really talk trash unless somebody starts talking to me. And so then the fresh – I've been – a upperclassmen these last couple of years so a freshman really haven't talked a lot of trash I will back Will up that yeah Matt Stillwell does like to run his mouth a little bit so we had to put him in his place a little early earlier than everybody else but uh other than that I think we, we give him a couple of weeks as you know fit, fit in with the team you know get comfortable and then and then yeah we start going at each other a little bit you have to police that at all coach or do they keep it pretty well in hand they don't get too out of hand with this stuff. No, they, they do a good job. I mean, there's probably an argument to be made that uh, if we're talking about the biggest trash talkers in the program, I probably need to be included in that as well. Um, oh, yes, yeah. You know, not, not, not really from a basketball standpoint, but anything off the court. As our listeners know, and as you know, Matt, I have strong opinions on things, and 99% of them are accurate. So 99%. When, the, when the guys aren't living up to those, I, I let them know. So as seniors, have you guys started thinking about what's next um, in terms of, you know, what what are you going to be doing after college life or is it more college or careers, all that sort of thing? Or you just kind of finishing up basketball at this point and then worry about all that stuff later? Uh, yeah, I guess right now um, I'm kind of 50-50. You know, I'm kind of focusing on enjoying my senior year at the cliff and kind of, you know, sinking, soaking it all in. But then again, I am looking forward to the future. I, I, I'm, I'll probably have to go back to school because uh, I do plan on trying to get into PA school someday, and if not that route, PT or something close to that. So someday I'll be back in school. But, uh, yeah, no, just trying to enjoy my senior year here in Briarcliff, though. Yeah, I actually got a – so next year I kind of got a job lined up, or I do have a job lined up. I'm teaching at a Holy Cross Middle School here in town, so I'll, I'll still be in town going to the game stuff. But 
Yeah, I'm teaching six or eight math next year at Holy Cross, which is kind of the same thing I student taught for the first semester this year. And I'm actually going to be coaching, helping out with like the track and field program with Healand this spring too. So that's kind of something I'm looking forward to. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think we've had quite a few math teachers come through the program, haven't we? That's Leffler. I think those two are still yeah, teaching. Yeah, Franklin. Ben, ben Sitzman was for a time. Yeah. Yep, there's been a lot. So fun, fun story about Will. I uh, heard through the grapevine that he got a job, and he never told me. And so I called him in the office, and I said, hey, I heard you got a job. And he's like, well, I didn't tell you. I didn't think it was that big a deal. And I'm like, what do you what do you mean, Will? Like, you just went to school for four years to set yourself up to get a job, and you got a job. It's, it's kind of a big deal, but, you know, whatever. I guess I guess Will just was that confident that he expected it to just happen, and no big deal. Yeah, that, yeah that, that's, that's the way I see it, too. He, he wasn't too excited at the house either, you know. We should have threw him a party, got him all stuff, but he's like, yeah, man, no, I just got – they offered me one, so I took it, you know. I was like, all right, man, well, good for you. My confidence is pretty high in about everything I do, so – it wasn't it wasn't that much of a big deal to me <laughs> yeah i mean i i'm looking at that. This, i'm looking at this zoom screen right now and there there's no lack for ego or confidence um in at least three of the four squares never talking about appearances. <laughs> yeah never so Ethan, you, you mentioned you're maybe considering pa school and we talked about jackson lamb getting into pa school uh, are you just, are you following in his footsteps? Is he a role model for you or are you going to blaze your own path? And it just happens to be a coincidence. Well, yeah, no, I, as much as I would love to follow in Jackson's footsteps, um, I, there's no possible way he had it all figured out a little bit quicker than I did. Um, I'm one of those college kids that changed their major a few times. Hasn't, uh, quite, you know, figured out what I fully wanted to do. And I, I know Jackson, had that all figured out kind of, well, you know, my sophomore year when I got here, when I met him. So he, he, uh, he had, a little, I, I figured it out a little late, so I'm a couple years behind him, but the, yeah, that's the plan, you know, overall is to follow in his footsteps and, you know, hopefully be as good as Jackson is, you know? So how do you, you know, like we said, you know, you're coming up on the end of your, your college careers, but I know a lot of guys go on and stay in the game somehow, either through coaching, you know, like you'd mentioned, uh, or just finding leagues and stuff wherever you end up living to play in. But do you do both of you intend on being part of the game or having the game be part of you, you know, in the future as you graduate and move on to old man rec leagues or something like that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll, you know, I'm always going to be an avid, huge basketball fan, first and foremost. Um, so I'll, I'll always be going to game stuff and, uh, I got a, I got a younger brother who plays, so I'll be going to a lot of his games. Um, and in the future, you know, if, if I do decide to, you know, go the coaching route or, you know, some sort of basketball operations, um, I would, yeah, I'd love that because anything with basketball in it would, is what I, you know, I would always love to do. So, yeah, I think I'll definitely keep the game around for a while. Yeah. I'm kind of the same way. I hope to maybe coach a little bit someday and also, playing the Andy Geelan old man league that he does down in Norfolk, maybe joining some morning sessions with them. But yeah, I also want to kind of get into like coach that is his marathon phase. I hope to run a marathon in one of the next couple summers and kind of train for that. Just stay in shape kind of. 
do it now. Don't wait till you're 33 to do it. Well, well, I'm not going to do that. But you know, I was just I just thought of this. It was probably a year or so ago. I can't even give you the context of what was being talked about, but at one point, Ethan said out loud in the locker room, "When I get done playing basketball, I'm going to be really fat." You remember saying that? that? No, yeah, times. it wasn't. I don't know if, if I said done playing basketball, but I said when I retire, I'm want to be fat. <laughs> because if you're if when you retire and you're sit and you're fat, like that means you got it made, right? You're sitting, you're having yourselves what you want to drink, you're having yourselves what you want to eat, you're just living life. Is am I wrong in that sense? I don't know. I I don't know if that was appropriate. I can't, I can't say, argue with yeah. the logic. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's the best route to that's go. That's my. Yeah, that's from a logical standpoint. No. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's all this stuff about being healthy and stuff, and that's great and too. But you know, I, 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 there's a quote from a comedian that I'll never forget, and it's, it, and it's, I don't want to go to bed tonight and die, and then the next morning, like, not have a piece of cake that I could have had, you know, or like a, a, a Mountain Dew or something, you know, or just like something like that something that makes you feel good not something healthy you guys uh you guys have been roommates all four years at college correct yeah correct who's the who's the cleaner roommate definitely me i mean yeah i wouldn't say definitely though well here's the thing our freshman year we were we had a pretty clean room because we were both kind of on the clean side and then when we moved to baxter and we added two more roommates we weren't in the same room together and those, uh, I mean, Caleb was the worst, and then it was probably Roteman, and then it was us. But uh, I'd say the majority, me and Will are both kind of clean, and it's hard to tell because I'd say we're the two cleanest in the house as well. But I wouldn't say, I wouldn't, I don't know, see, he's got this ego thing about him. I wouldn't say he definitely is the cleanest. I disagree. But, yeah, that's, that's, on, that's me. Who, who's the better cook at your house? I can, I'll chime in here. Well, Ethan, first of all, he doesn't really cook. The only, he eats pizza and he gets his food from his grandma whenever she comes to the game. That's what he eats. And fried so burgers. If you, and, if you count air yeah. fryer, then Ethan. But if you count actually cooking food, I'd say me. I mean, you made a good point. I can't argue that. Who, who's, the first, yep. who's the first to go out and shovel snow in your driveway? Neither of us. Neither of us. RJ does that job for being real honest. Yeah, no, we, uh, you know, we'll go show, shovel other people's driveways if, we're, if we get paid to do it, but uh, shoveling our own is just kind of tough. <laughs> Pays to play. So you mentioned air fryer, like that doesn't count as cooking. Why doesn't that count as, why is that, why is that any different than like an oven or any other cooking? Exactly. Oven? Yeah. I think an air fryer is the same as, kind of a microwave it's just a better microwave in my opinion don't get me wrong it's good but it's only good for like making chicken nuggets and wings warming up wings and stuff like that it's not good for baking a baking some fish or something like that i make hamburgers in there pretty good i mean i've had better but i've had worse as well so we'll get wings once in a while from like bob rose or townhouse and save them overnight throw them in the fridge and then throw them in the air fryer and i think i honestly think they're better doing that because they've got a little crisp to them and i don't know but sometimes we'll buy wings yeah, just well, for reason interesting yeah i refuse to, i refuse to get on the air fryer train oh it's, I did good. Too. it's easy 
I did too, probably for a lot of the same reasons you do, because it's just a conformity thing. It's like a fad and well, nothing. Yeah, no, but the last the last thing I need is something else sitting on my kitchen counter. I hate clutter. That's true. All right. Well, since we're talking about food, now's probably as good of a time as any to bring up the starting five category. And I uh, thought this one would be kind of fun and interesting. So I texted coach um, this morning, the category, and I think he sent it to both of you. So you've had some time to prepare, but for this week's starting five, what we're going to do is you are going to prepare basically your perfect meal. So for your starting five, you're going to have an appetizer, an entree, a side, a dessert, and a beverage. So that's, those are the parameters. Uh, again, app, entree, side, dessert, beverage that's your starting five um and feel free to go in any order but with that i'm going to turn it over to you guys and maybe maybe what we could do is, is one by one do each each yeah here, here here's how we're going to do this guys this is going to be a little bit of a round table so we'll start appetizer and we'll just go down the line we'll go me will cheese and then we'll we'll go okay section by section so we'll start with appetizer um and I'll start here. So my appetizer in the starting five is the shrimp cocktail from St. Elmo's Steakhouse in Indianapolis. Um, you, I mean, it might sound basic, but it's literally one of the best things I've ever eaten. And it all comes down to the cocktail sauce. And at St. Elmo's, they fly in their horseradish for the cocktail sauce every day. And they actually tell you where it's from. And the shrimp are like, I'm telling you, bigger than this. But uh, that's where I'm starting. Shrimp cocktail, St. Elmo's, downtown Indy. Okay. Um, okay. So for my appetizer, it's actually surprising you say that. I, as well, I, I couldn't choose, even though I know I, I, a shrimp cocktail or it, to be more specific, like you were, chili cheese fries with bacon on top from the 18th amendment in Sioux Falls. Now I know it sounds like is, you know, really out of nowhere, but I went there with my grandparents and my dad uh, one Sunday and they were so good. We had to order two sides. So oh, that, you, yeah. you, you, you go back for a second of something, you know, you hit, you struck gold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, they were so good. That's mine. So mine's a little bit on the softer side. I don't know if you consider soup a appetizer. Yep. Okay. That's fair. So my specific favorite appetizer is broccoli cheddar soup from the Outback Steakhouse. I don't know. As I've gone to college, I feel like soup has really grown on me and came into my life a little more than in any other appetizer. All right. So I like where we're heading here. So let's let's go let's go to sides next. Um, and and I'm gonna mine's gonna be a little more vague here and, and less specific. Mac and cheese. That's it. Yeah. I don't have a particular one. I mean, for my money, Kraft Mac and Cheese is still legit. But there's some good ones out there. But that's my go-to side, if I can, Mac and Cheese. Okay. Um, yeah, mine as well. I'm, I'm going with either just pretty original, but, you know, everybody loves them. They're so good. So probably fries. Uh, fries from either McDonald's or – Buffalo Wild Wings. There's something about Buffalo Wild Wings fries that just they hit the right spot. 
I'm kind of on Ethan's side here. I'm saying any form of potato. So fries, mashed potatoes, or baked potato, just any potato. But if I'm going to choose one, it's going to be waffle fries for me. Like Chick-fil-A waffle fries, those for me are legit. All right. So now we've got the, the entree, the main dish. Yep. This is by far the toughest for me. Um, and in keeping this meal, the meal kind of needs to flow here. So I'm going with just a good old fashioned grilled ribeye, you know, about a 16, 18 ouncer, about yay thick on the very rare side of medium rare, a little salt, little pepper. That's all you need. And now you've got, you, you, you know, for me, you've got the shrimp cocktail, you got the Mac and cheese with steak. I mean, that's, that's tough to beat boys. Yeah. No, I'm going to, I'm going to side with you there. I'm going to go with, uh, just something that is always there is it's always going to be good for me. Um, it's always going to be great. So I, just a good, you know, 10 to 12 ounce sirloin steak, medium rare, got, got to put some garlic salt on it. Um, and there you go. Go from there. That that's mine for sure. So for me, mine's well, a little more specific um, and it involves shrimp, kind of like your appetizer. I just said Cajun shrimp pasta. So I like a little spice in my oh, food. That's, so good. that's the Cajun part. And then I love shrimp and just pasta Alfredo sauce to me is my favorite meal or my favorite taste to my buds. Chili's has a really good uh, Cajun chicken pasta. I get it almost every time I go, just to let you know. So I don't, I don't, I don't go to Chili's very often. So I think Chili's is one almost of the most classic. underrated casual dining restaurants that exists often overlooked maybe that's just my opinion yeah i've strangely gone to lunch at the downtown chilies quite a bit and you know do i think it's absolutely awesome nope but is it always pretty good yep mm -hmm. there's something to be said for that consistency so what's up next right. dessert? yeah so we got we got dessert and i'm gonna go back to being very specific here and this one's gonna you know it's a lesser known thing but my wife makes it and it's a cinnamon pie which is basically like a cinnamon cheesecake. And it's unbelievable. Um, she was watching a show a handful of years ago and they kept talking about eating cinnamon pie. And so I'm thinking, man, that sounds unbelievable. I wonder what it is. So she looks it up and it's really not a thing, but people like made a recipe that she uses now and it's awesome. I'm telling you, it's like cinnamon cheesecake, the real deal. Um, I got, I got, I I, as much as I wish I could, I couldn't pick between these two. They're pretty specific. Um, so on or my grandma's, both of them, very phenomenal cooks. Okay. And my grandma, Peggy, shout out to her. Her homemade ice cream is awesome. Unbelievable. Okay. And then flip it over to my grandma, Jackie's side. She makes these twice, once or twice a year, usually Thanksgiving, Christmas, but her honey buns, homemade honey buns. And she puts like her extra honey on there. Oh my. Yep. Those things right hit right with just about everything you want. So those are my two right there. So I kind of, I'm going to go with Ethan's family side here. His uh, grandma Peggy makes some phenomenal puppy chow. And I don't know if that's a dessert oh. or a snack, but it's kind of dessert. There's chocolate peanut butter involved. So I'm saying, uh, Grandma Peggy's puppy chow is my favorite dessert that I would eat after my shrimp pasta. 
So that leads us to the beverage and, and uh, I, you guys are seniors, so I assume everyone's 21 or older. So I don't think we're going to limit this to non-alcoholic beverages. Um, so we'll open the door to, to whatever you want, but I have to ask how you put this together. Was this thinking like you're on death row sort of thing and it's your last meal or literally? Yeah. Literally. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's weird to say that. I was like, dude, what if I'm on death row and I get one meal left? This is what I want. Yeah. Right. Well, I didn't know how much. I didn't know yeah, how much slots going into the pairing. Like, are you pairing a yeah, drink with you, with the foods that you chose? You see, well, that was the tough part. I kind of did mine more individually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, and I I wanted mine to all work together. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense too. That's that. That was just my perception of it. But there's no wrong answers here. So. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. So we got to add tough, a man. We got to add a drink for this. Um, and I, I've got a lot of things popping through my head here. Reality is when I'm eating, I actually just prefer a glass of water to pretty much anything. Um, but, uh, you know, that's boring. So we're not going to do that. But uh, this is something I don't do very often anymore. Um, I want a can of Coca-Cola, just original red can Coke. That's been in a cooler of ice, not a refrigerator. I want it out of a cooler. Um, I'm probably going to have two of them. Um, and that's just, I don't, like I said, I don't hardly ever drink pop anymore, but if I do that's what I want it to be. Yeah, that's, that's solid choice. Um, this was super hard for me because uh, if you know me, I, I, I always like having a drink in my hand. I, if, when I eat, if I don't drink, I choke. So I'm going to go with, uh, you know, one that I feel I could run through my veins. It's been around for a while now, a Mountain Dew Code Red. It's just, for some reason, it always hits the spot. And I'm going to be more specific out of a can that has been sitting, yeah, a cooler would be nice as well. Um, but, yeah, the, the cans, the cans are where it's at for those. And I'd also throw in a little honorable mention drink is the, uh, cherry red Gatorade. I, I go through a lot of those too. So those are, yeah, those are probably my two. For me, I'm kind of with coach. I only usually drink water when I eat food, like at a restaurant or something, I'll just get water saves money. And I, I think it just fits, but if I'm say we're at like Qdoba or something, and we get a free drink. I'll usually go with a Dr. Pepper to drink. Even though, Mr. Pibb is better, but you, most places have Dr. Pepper. Or I'll do a raspberry lemonade. And I know Ethan agrees Mr. Pibb is better than Dr. Pepper. Pibb Absolutely. Specific. And out of a fountain. Out of a fountain. You put those Mr. Pibb extra out of a fountain. You put those three things together, you're sitting good. That's yep. a good drink we got out there. So just out of the blue, kind of a one-off thing. I'm going to throw two, uh, two sodas out there, two pops out there. And just rapid fire, you have to name one. So uh, you, we did Dr. Pepper and Pitt. Sprite and 7-Up. Sprite. Sprite. Yeah, Sprite. Uh, well, Coke or Pepsi is going to be an easy one, I think. I think you've already Coke. Said, we'll go Coke or Pepsi. Coke. Yep. Coke. Mountain Dew, Mellow Yellow. Mountain, Mountain, Mountain Dew. Um, and I used to be hooked on Mountain Dew, and I don't know if I could actually drink one now. For whatever reason, taste change, but I drank a lot of Mountain Dew in college and high school and first couple of years out of college. 
<laughs> no, Ice I'm going to have to go with Mountain Dew as well. Iced tea or lemonade? Same, Mountain Dew. Lemonade. Iced tea's terrible. Lemonade. Lemonade, yeah. Yeah, I don't do tea either. Water or water with a lemon? Water. Straight, Straight Normal water. water. Normal water, yeah. All right, that's all I have. I can't think of any more pop. <laughs> I go like RC Cola or High V brand, but that's <laughs> the weeds. Man, you're 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 Dr. I don't even, I don't know if these guys know what RC is. If that's even a thing anymore. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it's. I've never like, heard of it. Yeah, that's like an 80s, John, 90s. John Conyers like his. <laughs> John Conyers like his RC Cola back in his day. So I know what RC Cola is. Shocker. <laughs> I love the store brand, like how they name their stuff too. Not Doctor Lightning, yeah, <laughs> right. right. Doctor Thunder, or whatever, yeah, yeah. But like one of the cereals, Mountain one of the Dew is, cereals Mountain Dew is, is like Hexagon Crisps or something like that. <laughs> it's just exactly what it is. Can't even try. What's what's the Lucky Charms one like? Marshmallow Mateys, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, that might be Malto Meal or something, but <laughs> brand naming. All right. Well, that uh, that's it for the starting five. So, um, you know, I always throw it out there if any listeners have any ideas, but we haven't gotten any listener questions or suggestions in a while. So no one's taking us up on that, but we're always going to offer it. So if you have ideas for a starting five category or any listener questions or anything like that, uh, send them in to us on Twitter at BC Buckets Cast, or you can email them to us at bcbucketspodcast at gmail.com or mail them. People still mail stuff. Go ahead and do that. It might take a while, but however you can get it to us, uh, we'd love to hear from you on that. So uh, next thing we have talked about is coach's life rule. And coach, you might have your own, but I had to send you a picture yesterday because I was out by the mall. And yeah, I'm actually going to use that. Okay. Matt, it, it, it irritates me when this happens. And, and so the context here, Matt sent me a picture and it just said potential life rule here. <laughs> and it was in front of the JC Penny building, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And it's like it's a parking lot, and there's literally cars everywhere, just boxing in other cars. There's no rhyme or reason to it. Like I understand that there's times where you can't see the lines, but if there's at least one other car, you can line yourself up with the other car. You don't just go park willy-nilly wherever you want to park. You still line yourself up. And that's I don't think it's that hard. But in the picture you showed, there was at least three cars that we're not going to be able to move until somebody else moved their car for them. And that's not how parking lots work. This is, this is America in 2021. You can still park in a straight line and, and allow room for people to get out. Well, and the lot was 90% empty anyway. So it's why is everyone parking in this little cluster? So I parked away just so no one would do that to me, but cars were literally boxed in. Like we were, they were on some ferry boat in New York going across the Hudson river or something. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. People can't. Well, not, not, I'm actually, straight line. I'm with you too, Matt. I, I generally park further away just to uh, to take 20 extra steps. Now, I'll be honest. When I went this morning, it was freaking cold outside, so I did. I found a nice <laughs> close one. But uh, you know, normally I'm just going to stay away from people. I don't want people door dinging me or you know doing dumb stuff like boxing me in like that. All right. Well, that's uh, coach's life rule for this week and. Last thing we got to do here is throw out some uh, shout outs. So I'll let you guys get us started. Yeah, I'll go first. Um, I'm just going to give a shout out to these two guys, um, you know, Will and Ethan getting ready to play their last game in the Flanagan Center senior day, um, you know, four years, a long time, but it also goes by really fast. And, you know, we, we've had a lot of big moments in these guys' career 
you know, we've had a couple lows as well, and that's that's part of it. But, uh, you know, they, these guys have a lot to be proud of as they, uh, you know, are, are coming to – their careers are coming to a close here over the next month. Yeah, I'm going to – I'll go next, and I'm kind of with Coach. I'm going to shout out just my former teammates, my current teammates, and my former coaches and, my you know, my current coaches. Just everybody who's been through there – uh, during the ups and downs these last four years. So um, everybody helps you, you know, who's there with you at the top and helps you get through the lows. So uh, just shout out to all those guys. Um, miss them all, love them all, and I'll always be a Chargers. So, yeah, that's that's who I'm shouting out. I'm going to shout out my dad. He is the one who initially – I mean, he was the – he played basketball throughout his life. He played football in college, but his real love is basketball. He's coached all throughout his life. He still coached a little bit. So I'm going to shout him out for putting me on the game of basketball and just love for all other sports, golf, running, et cetera, stuff like that. And he's he's been the one that's got, like, taken me to the gym. He's worked me out. So I'm just going to shout him out for um, rebounding for me and taking care of me when I needed someone to lean on for basketball reasons. I'm going to give a shout out. Uh, I saw on Twitter the baseball team got their turf put on their, their infield, which mm -hmm. is sick. It's unreal. Awesome. Yeah. Shout out to everyone who made that happen through fundraising or whatever it took to get that done because uh, that's got to be one of the more impressive looking fields, if not in the NAI, then in the GPAC for sure. So, yeah, it's awesome. I can't, I can't wait for warm weather watching a game down there. For sure. Oh, yeah. Baseball games are always good. All right. Well, Will and Ethan, we appreciate you guys coming on. Um, you know, Ethan, like we've talked to you a couple times here and, and maybe we'll run into you in the future and Will – you know, obviously, thanks for coming on and good luck to you as you move on, you know, to bigger and better things. But uh, that said, the season's not done. So just a reminder, this Saturday uh, at the Newman Flanagan Center against Dort, that's February 20th. The women will play at two o'clock and the men will play at four o'clock. So make sure you get down to that game. Um, coach, seating restrictions kind of the same as they have been, about half capacity. Yeah, everything will be the same. Tickets will go on sale uh, to buy online here probably in the next 24 to 48 hours for that game. So, unfortunately, we've been able to have some fans, even though it's not packed houses like we're used to, but it's it's better than nothing. That Before we close this up, that prompted a question. So, at some point, you know, all those cardboard cutouts that are in the Newman Flanagan Center, what do you do with those? Like, how do you dispose of them? Do you give them back to who bought them? And if not, how do you dispose of those in a way that's not extremely disturbing? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> Throw a bunch of people in a dumpster. I, I suppose, I suppose we, uh, we ask them the if they fire. were cut out, <laughs> um, you know, otherwise we're probably just going to throw them away, you know, as, you know, strange as it may seem, you know, we're not going to keep them forever. <laughs> you know, cause I'm, I'm sure, I'm my sure Bobby Beach will keep his though. No doubt. He got a pretty, got a pretty high ego for himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. So, uh, again, make sure you catch that game, Senior Day, on Saturday. If you can't make it to the gym, make sure you catch it online. Um, and we'll be back next week to talk about the regular season and then uh, talk about the upcoming conference tournament once we know a little bit more about what's going on with the different scenarios and all that. So, on behalf of Coach, Ethan, and Will – uh, signing off for this week. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>